Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. guys, welcome back to the Savage the Past podcast presented by Clutch Points. Uh, I am your host, Blake Bubble, with me as always, my co-host uh, Dylan Reagan. And uh, Dylan, we're going to talk quarterbacks because when do we not talk quarterbacks at this point? Um, in the NFL offseason, before things really start to gear up, which they already have, but um, we know that the big talk in the offseason is always about the quarterbacks and, and how are things going to unfold there. And you know, we've kind of already mentioned it in a couple of recent episodes Looking at the possibilities, uh, of course, we're going to talk more about Aaron Rodgers here in a second. We've talked about Jimmy G and, of course, Brady retiring and all these other things. But I do think now, you know, we, we have reached that point where it's like, all right, things will start to take shape over the next month or so. And we'll have a very clear idea of, of where teams are headed, what things are going to look like, and some very important decisions uh, that are going to be made, which, of course, obviously... Uh, the the number one decision uh, will start and end uh, with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, it sets a tone for every other uh, you know, situation we're going to talk about here. Depending on what Aaron does, uh, I mean, teams are kind of probably waiting until that decision's made if they really feel they're in the mix. The team that's always mentioned is the Broncos that we've been talking about since last offseason, one that's kind of come up a couple times recently. I don't know if it's actually a rumor, more just floated as a possible fit is the Tennessee Titans. You look at teams in the AFC and, it, it, you know, compare those two in terms of the situations you have. Maybe you like the skill set of the players that are there in Denver and their defense and what's happening on that side, but you're still in the division with Patrick Mahomes and <coughs> Justin Herbert, whereas we, and, you know, the Raiders aren't too shabby either. On the flip side in NFC or AFC South, as we've talked about, man, there's no true dominant team the titans and colts look like the best two situations the colts might have might have taken themselves out of this uh, as a possibility they might have made sense but you know they don't have their first round pick this year went to philadelphia in the Wentz trade a year ago and that's a whole another thing we'll get to with their quarterback situation a team that's probably gonna have a different guy under center by the start of next season but yeah the rogers thing sets the tone for so many teams um i as we talked about last week and i think the week before still feels like the packers give them the best chance to to compete for a super bowl the nfc is a little more open than the afc he's already in a in a division that's you know a lot of teams either complete overhauls of their front office and new head coaches or the lions that are you know maybe if you're encouraged by dan campbell you're not necessarily too afraid of what they're going to be doing in 2022 so i mean it makes a huge difference um, to look at po- the possibility of winning a Super Bowl. I know that financially it's going to be interesting to see how Green Bay can make it work. Maybe that's a little more flexible if they get a, a contract that goes for the next three, four years, whatever it is. Rodgers has, I believe, said either on Pat McAfee's show or maybe it was a report that he doesn't want this to be a year-to-year thing, that like once this decision's made, this is probably going to be the place, whether it be in Green Bay staying or wherever he goes, that he's going to remain for the rest of his career. So, 
but yeah, it's uh, obviously um, you don't really usually have quarterbacks as we've had the last few years possibly moving the way we do with you know Tom Brady, the goat, moving on to Tampa Bay, even uh, not on the same level at all with this, the caliber of a player of even uh, Matthew Stafford. What happened with the Rams last offseason? So who knows? Maybe a team will kind of come out of nowhere. The Rams kind of did come out of nowhere. No one really thought they'd be able to trade a golf or if they had enough picks or whatnot to make that one work and sure enough it did so who knows if some other team will come up and by the time we talked before that we started recording like that rogers decision could be made by the time anyone's listening to this uh maybe it'll happen right after you start listening to this on tuesday morning because the trade deadline or sorry the uh uh, franchise tag deadline is tomorrow uh, when this episode will be coming out and i know that rogers has said he wanted to make this decision before then to give Devontae adams some uh, opportunity to figure out his situation as he's a, a really heavy t- tag candidate from Green Bay. If they can't get him signed to a long-term contract, they probably don't want him to go for nothing. So uh, hopefully this will come to an end shortly. And then the rest of this week, we can start to look at all the, how the dominoes affect this from there, because there are still so many quarterbacks, not necessarily on, on Rogers level, only one more that's even been mentioned uh, that I would consider a, a top quarterback in Russell Wilson. But after that, you have this middle class of guys that are, uh, a lot of them available. A lot of teams that feel like maybe they are going to draft a QB and, and, and sign a veteran to, to start until they're ready. Uh, a lot of different situations there and a lot of teams that need quarterbacks. So, but again, it all starts with whatever happens with Rodgers' decision. It, it sets the tone for the whole QB carousel here. Yeah, and I mean, that's that makes it hard to like really dive deep into anywhere else because it's like, well, all it takes is that one, especially when it's the, the one at the top. You know, it's just going to be mm-hmm. the one that kind of is the driving force for for everything um and yeah i mean we'll see i I guess you know right now we we always make our predictions it seems like for this kind of stuff and i don't know man i'm just like i i don't think the tie i know that's been discussed but i just do not see a scenario where he's with the titans and i think that's just that's wishful thinking and i i hope titans fans do not talk yourself into this because um (laughs) i just don't think it's gonna happen because i think the math too just does not work well right because it would involve Tannehill and the money that would be I just mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't see a scenario where it works out for the Titans I think the it's either the Broncos or no one else that that's what I kind of look at to this point and it seems like that's that's pretty much it but uh, maybe I'm wrong about that but I, I think it's very clear that it's it's either return to Green Bay go to Denver I think the Titans is nothing but a pipe dream and anywhere else as well yeah, I believe there was a decent amount of dead money if they were to move Tannehill, and it would you'd feel like they would have to in this case. It would give uh, some of the money would have to work that way. Tannehill's not going to just stay there with Rodgers as a starter, um, and for and for Tennessee in general, they're not looking at any other quarterbacks probably out there. If if you do have someone of Aaron Rodgers' uh, level of play that comes here to you and says, "I want to play for you," I mean, you, you probably try to figure it out, and there might be a way they can. But yeah, overall, it still uh, doesn't feel like that's uh, the most reasonable thing. A lot of way, reasons that could be tough to deal out. And it's just again, this is why we, as we've said the last few weeks, it all everything points to him staying in Green Bay. Um, it just there's so many different variables that maybe a year ago seemed a little different, but as they've as they've kind of played out here, it's just harder to imagine now. And moving on and i don't know well i guess we'll find out maybe he is really determined there was the, the report came out like later friday i believe that he was still really torn but i think ultimately he's a smart guy he's gonna look at this situation and just i, I don't know i just don't uh, unless some you know maybe i'm just missing some team that he really feels like he can win in the afc and as we've talked about it's really difficult to imagine the packers trading him to an nfc team that would be, change the whole conversation if we 
you know, consider teams like the 49ers team you grew up rooting for, uh, with how well they are set up roster wise. Like there are situations in the NFC that sure they could probably make it work financially. Um, and with the, the fit in terms of their chance to win a Super Bowl, but from Green Bay's point of view, they still control the you know everything here. Maybe they would ultimately look at this as a rebuild beyond the next couple of years of Rogers' career. Consider an NFC team instead of just you know not trading him. If Aaron really wanted to leave and they said no, they can do that and force him basically to retire, but then they get nothing in return. So I don't know. I guess that could happen, but. Yeah, really, it's always been in the AFC teams we've looked at, and just the, the all the talented young quarterbacks there, the, the really tough divisions that seem to have the teams that could trade for him. Uh, you know, and I don't think I've ever I haven't heard any rumors about the Browns, but another team that sure has a roster that I feel like and it could fill up probably at receiver has cap space, draft capital, like they have different things that could make them make sense. Uh, just from a not like an actual rumor again, but just from a point of view of football wise. But at the same time, I don't know that division. Yeah, even if the Steelers are still figuring it out, a quarterback team that's going to be brought up in this whole conversation as well and has been rumored slightly. I've seen photoshops of Rodgers and the Steelers. That'd be hilarious. I don't <laughs> think that's going to happen. But yeah, it's just another really tough division. Tough uh, to f- see if that one really would make sense. So uh, I got yeah, really the Broncos have always made the most sense. But that division, I just I don't know. Maybe I'm overselling the power of the AFC West, but. Man, it, it, it seems pretty loaded with where the Chargers could be going if they figure out a few things. Obviously, the Chiefs making four straight AFC title games uh, all at home and then what the Raiders did last year. So, I don't know. It just feels like the Packers are in a good position with how everything has played out the last couple of years to keep them. Well, one place he's not headed is Cleveland. Um, <laughs> it seems like the, the Browns are pretty sad, and, you know, we did talk about that, kind of wondering what was going to I guess happened with the Browns, yeah. you know, with, with Baker Mayfield and wondering kind of what that situation will look like based on how, especially this past season played out. I mean, as we said, they were probably the most disappointing team. I think they, they may have been our pick for that. Um, but, I mean, it, it looks like they're going to stick with him, you know, based on some of the, the recent reports. And it does look like he's staying there. I mean, you know, at this point, I, I don't know what else you say. I, I think Baker Mayfield kind of is what he is. And I don't. I know they're going to do everything they can to try to put enough around him, but I just don't, you know, I think he's just, he's one of those quarterbacks that's just kind of right there in the middle. And on a good day, he can be a little bit better than that. On a bad day, he can be worse than that. And I I just think that's probably it. And I don't know how long Cleveland fans are going to necessarily want that to be the case. But um, I just, yeah, I think that's an interesting situation because that is a team, as we said, that's kind of been built to, not win a Super Bowl, maybe, but to at least be in a position to be in the playoffs here on, on this kind of run that they're on right now, based on what they did a couple of seasons ago, and then now to kind of be a little disappointing. We know injuries played a role too, but yeah, um, I don't know. That's that's an interesting dynamic in Cleveland. Yeah, unless you had again, it's similar, not uh, different than Tennessee, but similar in terms of if you have an Aaron Rodgers that comes calling and says, "I want to be traded to you," you, you figure it out. Yeah, for the most case, unless you have a Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes. So, like the Browns would in that situation, sure, figure it out. But yeah, at this point, it doesn't seem like that's even close to happening. All indications, yeah, Zach Jackson. I think the Athletic was the one reporting that they are planning to bring him back in 2022. Uh, you know, they did obviously, like you mentioned, the injury stuff for the team itself, but also Baker uh, with his labrum issue from that week two 
game after he threw a pick trying to make a tackle and gets just completely blown up um that it's just a, a tough play and I, i'm sure the browns do look at some of the things he did well before that injury um there still are concerns of some of the things that uh, you know reads he's missing dif- different things that he's starts to kind of tend to go back to where he was at certain points his second year in the league i think of all the hype that was around that 2019 team and uh, some things that didn't go well especially with baker obviously a different coaching staff <laughs> with kitchens there but um I, yeah, uh, the Browns have still a great roster uh, to, in a, a situation that they have a ton of cap space. At, uh, in that same report from Zach Jackson, he looked at all the receivers that the Browns are, you know, as he reported, are planning to look at. Uh, Mari Cooper potentially being uh, uh, available on the free agent market if he gets released or via trade if they want to uh, give up a later on draft pick. If the Cowboys are really that close to releasing him, I'm sure you could get him for a pretty good price. Um, they've also they mentioned all the, the top guys like Chris Godwin, Mike Williams, Allen Robinson. They're Focus on getting one of that group of receivers. Uh, they're going to let Rashard Higgins go. Uh, they just today tagged David Njoku. I'm not sure what's going to happen with Austin Hooper. He hasn't necessarily been the most dominant tight end in his couple of years there after a lot of hype coming over from Atlanta. But, they, yeah, they still have a lot of pieces in play. And, again, this offensive line, when healthy, and another part where they have all those injuries, this really bad injury luck that really – you know, put the Browns down. They still almost made the playoffs. Still had a chance if the Chiefs held on. I think in that Week 16 or sorry, Week 17 game against the the Bengals, the Browns were set up to possibly win Monday Night Football and set up a winner take all AFC North title game against the Bengals. Did not play out that way, obviously, but they were still right there till the end with all the different tough losses they had and all the injuries and crazy things that happened. It does feel like. If they are healthy, they still have a chance to be a really good team and, and possibly compete for that division title and who knows what else. It's just a really tough conference as we talked about. But at least I, I understand this kind of thinking for the, the Browns. One more year with Baker, it's not a ton of harm because they're not having the uh, they're not giving them that second contract from his rookie deal. They're going to see how it goes, and if it doesn't work out, then they can they don't have any you know financial uh, kind of things holding them back going into next year to try to then uh, make that change and find that guy. We've seen. Uh, this seems like to be a, a different model now. Uh, the Rams kind of made it weird with their signing us, got to their second contract. But you see these teams that have rookie deals, they don't work necessarily, but they've built the team around that rookie. And then at that point, it's a really attractive place to go. You look at Tampa Bay exactly uh, in that same kind of mold. Um, and the Rams kind of were able to reload a little bit differently. But you, the Browns still would be, I think, next year for any free agents or different guys that uh, potentially want to be out of their current situations, that Browns would be a really intriguing spot with the the talent they have as a total roster. So I don't completely blame them for going this route, given some of the good things we saw from Baker in 2020. Um, and at, at certain points, uh, I guess even last year, but if, yeah, if, if he doesn't really improve from the, the, just the bad reads of throws you, you see in the, some of the things that just giving up on plays too quickly and, and not coming back to those backside plays, especially with, uh, very frustrated at the time, Odell Beckham. Um, yeah, I just uh, I could see them at least having uh, an easier route to quickly moving on after this, and I don't think that's a terrible approach to have. And maybe at that point, different situations uh, come about for Russell Wilson. Maybe he stays in Seattle, and then but at that point, wants out, and then they they look attractive there. Maybe at that point, the legal situation for Deshaun Watson's figured out, and they're still an attractive spot there. I don't know. There's a lot of different variables. Maybe, who knows what quarterback's going to rise up in the draft? Maybe it'll be a stronger QB draft in this one they could have the, the players and picks to trade up so just different things a lot of flexibility the browns have built in uh, and i still think long term this the browns build has a chance to be successful but it's only uh this is the last chance for her to see if it's going to be with baker at the helm i guess russell wilson's the other one um you know like we've talked about him and kind of the the situation there i know there were reports about 
the commanders are our new uh, favorite podcast Matt mascot name um the, the commanders having interest in oh, i can't do it washington having interest in russell wilson um you know I, again i don't think that's a surprise we we know washington needs a quarterback that's again there's no there's no surprise there but we have talked about the russell wilson situation what does that look like i guess that's another one that that's worth keeping an eye on just because again the the rogers domino effect and how that could impact someone like wilson who knows but um that's at least one that's out there yeah i don't i don't anticipate seattle trading him at at this point with the things have really slowed down compared to last year where it felt like russell was eyeing other spots it still could happen i suppose still could be bumbling uh bubbling without us uh there are too many rumors coming out about it i just at this point it seems like he's at least going to give it a different uh, at least one more year you saw over the i think the the team itself and probably russell and some of the players were intrigued by or uh or i guess um are optimistic now after how they finished on offense they really finished with the floor and beat some good teams including arizona in the season finale to hand the rams the division title thank you seahawks but yeah i, I just uh, i think at this point it, uh, you know is he really going to see washington as a better spot to go i mean maybe in that division uh, it's a lot easier route to win than in the nfc west probably at this point um so I, I guess it could happen, but it would really have to be an insane deal. Maybe they do offer it, but I think from Seattle's point of view, it's just if they can make it work, and it seems like they have improved things with Russell, that they're going to be fine there. Washington definitely at that point enters a, you know with a number of teams that are looking for quarterbacks. Um, the, the Giants potentially, maybe not this year, but uh, the Saints. I mean, there's so any number of teams that are going to be out there interested in these free agents, and potentially Washington could be the first team to take a quarterback in the draft at number 11 they kind of sit at that spot where you, maybe you don't feel like they're reaching too far for uh, one of those uh, maybe a Malik Willis or a Kenny Pickett depending on who they're most interested in I know Carolina's kind of been mentioned at number six as a potential to be the first QB off the board but maybe Washington is intrigued in that in that kind of way maybe they'd still look at Deshaun Watson I think they have a ch- chance to trade for him I'm not sure if Deshaun would I believe still has um, some control with the no trade clause if I'm not mistaken so I don't know if Washington's a place he necessarily want to be but um i think that yeah the commanders are in kind of a weird spot because they were so disappointing on defense as we've already talked about a number of times this past year i mean any out of all the position units they might be one of the most disappointing ones with where they were a year before and the expectations of what they ended up putting out there uh but on offense they have a pretty solid offensive line i uh, there was some stat about terry mclaurin have the having the lowest percentage of uh catchable balls thrown to him in the last couple of years so hopefully uh, terry we know how great he can be and how great he has been you'd love to see him get a better quarterback but i could see washington and lieu of being able to trade for a wilson or a deshaun signing one of any number of these guys are trading for a garoppolo i don't know if garoppolo makes the most sense but maybe it's mitch trubisky we can talk about him in a sec but maybe they sign one of these um these free agent guys i know Mariota is kind of out there and he's been mentioned with with pittsburgh potentially um but uh, then maybe they sign one of those guys and then they draft them malik willis someone that they feel like unlike kenny pickett who's always kind of talked about among uh, these draft gurus as the more pro-ready guy whereas malik willis is the high potential high ceiling guy uh, maybe you feel good about going that route and feeling like you have a couple different options and at least you're trying something out and if worst case it doesn't work you can always just reload again in a couple of years don't have to feel like you have to give a guy a new deal and um we'll see though washington definitely a team to keep an eye on in this whole this whole situation here well let's wrap up with mitch because who knew <laughs> we'd be back down this road with uh trubisky and i mean yes. he's he's another one i mean look you you need a quarterback he's still young like i think we have to remember that he's still a young quarterback um 
but I guess it's a matter of you know what does what does the market look like for someone like him and you know I I just think that's gonna be I mean look he he has experience as a starter I mean that's I mean that's something that is I guess somewhat valuable in this league and we always talk about that I mean really we, we mentioned like the backup quarterback situation and things like that and how important that can be um you know I guess so 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 now we wait and see on Trubisky does he get another shot and what does that look like um i suppose another storyline out there quarterback wise and it looks like from the reporting from the, there's an article jeremy fowler and dan graziano uh going over the market for trubisky it looks like he's gonna get an offer over 10 million dollars per year which is pretty crazy to think of where he was after his bears career he really uh could have picked a better place to revitalize things than buffalo than what that coaching staff has obviously been able, how they've really help develop and elevate Josh Allen, all the things he's done individually. But it just seems like teams are from everything that the as the Bills organization has said about Trubisky, Josh Allen himself has said he's like one of his best friends now at this point. And he loves the guy, all these different things that you look at the kind of skill set and the different things that were happening in Chicago at times that went well when they were uh, good in that 2018 season and things that didn't go well. It just I mean, at times, uh, and Trubisky has talked about feeling limited, not necessarily by the scheme itself, but by the what they allowed him to do and uh, not letting him kind of improvise at certain times. And maybe that's not the best thing, as we've seen uh, some of the uh, issues with Trubisky. Still the one quarterback, uh, I love the stat, it's like he's the only quarterback in the league with X amount of uh, passes thrown that still doesn't have a pick six. So good for good for uh, Trubisky on that. But he really has revitalized his image there. And, and during the combine this week, that's where uh, this reporting from Fowler and Graziano came, comes up. It seems like a lot of teams are interested and intrigued by what skill set he still has available. And it mentioned exactly in that kind of the same route we're talking about with Washington a second ago in terms of have, he's the perfect guy to, to play and plug in to start for now with the, with the expectation that you draft a quarterback. Uh, he could take over in his rookie year if Trubisky fail, uh, struggles and different things like that. So the teams they mentioned – uh, that are in the mix, the Panthers, the Steelers, the Commanders, the Giants, and the Broncos. So the s- same kind of teams we're, we've been talking about this whole time here. Um, uh, the, I think the uh, one that I thought maybe would have been intrigued is the Saints. was a little surprised that maybe they weren't a team that looked at him and thought that he could play within their structure. Uh, one guy that was mentioned in the same article as uh, po- possible for the Saints that I thought was interesting was Jim- Jimmy Garoppolo. But a lot of things could still happen there. There's still a chance he has his injury, uh, surgery that he just had, uh, there's a chance still more so than we would have said it after the NFC title game. There's a greater chance that San Francisco is going to keep him. So that puts Trubisky, uh, you know, obviously that's a, a trade uh, and Garoppolo you'd have to make. But for Trubisky among the free agent guys, like you know, when you look at Mariota and Winston, I, I, so far Trubisky seems to have the most hype, which is not necessarily what we would have thought after last season. But again, I just uh, it shows that some of these guys uh, at, at times are given up on too quickly and you know it's always going to be held against Trubisky that he was drafted number two ahead of Deshaun Watson ahead of Patrick Mahomes and uh it's not necessarily fair to him as a player just you know maybe he's not he probably isn't a number two caliber uh pick uh player at all but that doesn't mean he still can't develop over time and with the right coaching staff and the right uh system like he uh, got to learn under in Buffalo maybe he has taken that step but it sounds like we're gonna get to find out um uh, this season it's just a matter of where so we'll see it should be an interesting market and again it all kind of trickles down from what happens with these top got these other guys we're talking about and then from there who's going to be willing 
willing to pay up for Trubisky, who's going to be willing to look at a, uh, the draft and, and different things. So, yeah, a lot, a lot to be determined over the next uh, couple weeks, even ahead of the draft. I feel like we're going to learn so much more that I thought maybe we would have a better idea now, but uh, not quite yet. Still, still things are still waiting on Aaron. That's really what it is right now, it feels like. Yeah, I mean, that's what I was thinking. Like, is there really a whole lot else of note right now? Because I think everything is just waiting on Aaron Rodgers. So, um, yeah, so we'll see what happens. I mean, that's that's really what it comes down to. Like, it's there's this is not a complicated situation. It's whatever he decides to do could either have a huge domino effect one way or the other. So we'll see. But uh, there you go. There's just some random thoughts on, on what's going on right now. Like we said, a lot more to come uh, on these situations, of course, as we, st- we start to move towards the draft as well. Uh, and all that but dylan for now let everybody know where they can find everything uh, lots of off-season coverage um and a lot of stuff going on out there minus major league baseball yes uh, hopefully we'll have uh baseball at some point in the clutch points app still covering all of the lockout news in the mlb section and in the mlb uh, of the app and the mlb section of clutchpoints.com for all of our nfl coverage of free agency and uh, all the tra- uh, the tagging all the, the crazy stuff today with calvin ridley being suspended indefinitely at least for a year for gambling uh, as he noted a very small a relatively small amount of money on nfl games all of that kind of coverage you can find in the nfl section in the clutch points app on the nfl section of clutchpoints.com tons of we're looking at all the free agents at every team last minute uh looking at the, all the top targets for every single team the guys they should be going after looking at free agents they should avoid overpriced players underpriced players all sorts of stuff on the nfl section for free agency coming up here and, and, the, and the trade uh sorry i keep saying that the franchise tag deadline uh, that is tomorrow yeah lots of stuff happening that's for sure so check it all out at clutch points and be sure to subscribe to the podcast any podcast app you use search for Stafford's Pass and uh, thanks as always for listening to the podcast and we'll talk to you next time here on the Stafford's Pass podcast.